episode 174. Thank you all for listening to episode 173, Tax Day, Uncle Don's Return. I am Marcus, here with my co-host. Zazu, the hornbill. And Bear, the bear. (laughs) Bear, the bear. Zazu, the hornbill. Welcome back. Uh, episode 173 was fun, and now we're doing 174 again virtually because of COVID-19. This will go on as long as it will, but we will not stop doing the show. So those of you that listen, all 17 of you, uh, thank you and uh, for joining us each week. And we'll continue to do this virtually. Saves Bear a lot of gas money. Even though gas is cheap right now, this would be the uh, right time to do it. Yeah, it would be the time to do it. Perfect time. I saw gas at like Sam's Clubs like a dollar seven. Yeah, I got it for a buck seventeen the other day. I was like, that's great. Fantastic. And uh, Zazu, you uh, you still work? I thought you worked today. No, I had I had today off. I was gonna go in, but I just decided against it. Oh, I thought you had like eleven days in a row or some shit. I just figured you got fired again or something. Nah. <laughs> Sounds so serious. You playing poker again? No, I'm watching the this final, sorry. No, oh, you're good. So you still have a job. You're still employed? Yeah. And you got that Uncle Don money, so you're good to go. Tomorrow, I got to leave like at like 3.15, no matter what, to go to work. So I'll play until 3.15. And then like 3. Five. Yeah, I mean, if we started at uh, twelve twenty-six, uh, you're not going to get eighteen in within you know two hours and forty-five minutes. But um, you know, we'll see. Maybe you'll get through like fourteen. Depends on who's playing, how many are out there. If there's nobody out there, it can go quick. Especially since we all have our own cart, we can just drive straight to our balls. Right. It'll be fine either way. It'll be fun. Absolutely. So thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. We'll thank one sponsor and then we'll do it throughout uh, so we don't lose any audio as I've seen become a thing. So thank you to All Wear Clothing, first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Thank you, Brandon. Make sure you purchase from your local uh, businesses. He is a local business to us and he supports the show and we appreciate all the merchandise he gets us. I'm actually wearing the hoodie now. I don't know about the other guys, but uh, definitely wearing mine today. So thank you, Brandon. Now we got to get into uh, Jeremy and uh, make sure he is ready for us. And Bear, you want to update us on the points? Updated points. Gary three twenty seven, myself two eighty four, Cody Bryant two sixty seven, Parrot one forty four, and Dub seventeen. Dub still with the seventeen. Can you guys see my screen again? Yes, I can. All right, we got the okay from Jeremy. We are ready if you are, Jeremy. Get it going. Let's get this trivia on the road. First up, for two points, during the, a 1998 episode of Monday Night Raw, which wrestler tried to commit suicide by jumping off the Titan Tron? Parrot, do you remember that far back? Hell no. Why not? 
98. Yeah, you were what, two? Come on. I mean, I'll be uh... yeah, Bear has... Uh, <laughs> just delete my response since Bear already typed it. Parrot, you got anything? Oh, typing it now. Hornswoggle. So we got Hawk twice, and then whatever Zazu says. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Jeremy, uh, on to the next question. During, Hey, look, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hulk Hogan's TNA run, who did he take under his wing and give away his Hall of, Hall of Fame ring to while claiming it would make this individual a god of wrestling? Oh, Jesus. I didn't watch any TNA. Which means there's only one person I'm going to guess. That would be the phenomenal one. Hey, Jay. I don't think I can... AJ Styles. Like no, I actually know who this is. He I took him under his wing. Oh, uh, is it? Yeah, I did watch TNA. Uh, well, no, I'm just saying it was Abyss, though. Like, I would have picked Steiner or somebody else. Well, Abyss was younger at the time. I mean, I, he seems like he's been 50 forever, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that's just how I it goes. I thought he had a good, uh, I thought he had a good, uh, a good gimmick. I liked him, but I that was the earlier abyss that I watched. Right. All right, here we go. Let's finish off with the return of the Eliminator. Bobby Heenan, the greatest manager of all time, managed a wide array of superstars, including awesome tag teams such as Brain Busters, Arn and Tully, Islanders, Haku, Tama, and Afi, and the colossal connection, Haku and Andre. Not counting the wrestlers just mentioned, Name every other member of the Heenan family that Bobby managed during his WWF career. There are 15 of them. A wrong answer and you are eliminated. Keep going around until there is only one person left. That person will get 10 points. No chance of running the table here, so tiebreaker rules do not apply. Huh. <laughs> no, no, parrot. You do not get three strikes in this. Do you want? Do you want three strikes? No. And remember, you're thinking WWF. Yeah, I don't know many at all. Yeah, I mean, he took out the ones that I really know. So Zazu, because I'm going back and forth, Zazu, you can just, you might as well just say it so I don't have to keep going back and forth on screen. I was waiting for you to type something, but you can just tell me what uh, your answer is. Andre, not, not Andre's giant. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Haku and Andre. It says not Andre. 
Exactly. So just say your so answer if you have one. Or are you just going with Andre? Dude, I have no idea. All right, Zazu says Andre. Yeah. He's out. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Bear, what do you got? Yeah, see we uh, Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect from Bear. So, Mr. Perfect is correct. So, that is a good one. Thank you to Bear. Back to Oh yeah, no no parrot. <laughs> uh one I do remember. Brooklyn Brawler. Correct. Bear Cub. Hey, that's a good one. I did not know that one. Um, I think, I think he was with Mr. Uh, sorry, no, I already said Mr. Perfect. Let's try the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, I think. DiBiase. Mr. Dibidoski. And this is courtesy of WWE Encyclopedia. So any complaints, take it up with them. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be Cody Bryant. Incorrect. No Ted. Really? Well, I really thought he was thought he was with the Million Dollar Man at some point in there. Hmm. Rick Rude for me. Correct. So is that it? Yeah. We done? That's it. We're done. The only other one that I probably would have had would have been um, um, Hercules, I think. Was he? And he said, "Wow, that was quick." Those were the only. Those were the only three I knew besides the ones he named. I the only the only other one I had like three or four. You you named Mister Perfect, which I knew. Uh, King, I think King Kong Bundy was another one. Um, and that's right. Oh, here we go. Rest of the list: Adrian Adonis, Barbarian, Big John Stud, Buddy Rose, Harley Race. Ah, I forgot about Harley Race. Uh, Hercules, Kempatera, King Kong Bundy, Missing Link, Paul Orndorff, Red Rooster, Rick Rick Flair. Really? Yeah, that was in '92 when he won the belt. I did know that. I should have. I don't know why I didn't even think of that one. That was stupid. The Rooster. That I think Missing Link. That honestly, no one would have got that. The Red Rooster. <laughs> Forget about a lot of these. Oh, here we go. We got a whole rant. And we definitely could not have disagreed more about some of WrestleMania. But you have to give WWE credit for people talking about those two controversial matches with some loving them and some hating them. That's always a plus for a show to have a wide spectrum of opinion, so I applaud the risks they took as I love weird original things usually, even though neither worked for me this time around. The reason I brought up the Boiler Room Brawl is because that particular match, while previously recorded for most of it, felt like a real fight. I may have been biased as I was there for for their live for that event when I was a kid. The Taker versus AJ as just a Boneyard match would have been awesome to me, but they instead wanted to do a short film, Hollywood style, instead of a fight. Heck, it felt more staged than the Piper fight in They Live. That's fucking great. Uh, what a great movie. I'm here to, what is it? I'm here to 
chew bubble gum and kick ass and I'm all out of gum. So he just kicks ass. Oh God, that's fantastic. Heck, it felt more stage in that fight. Of course, I would lo- have loved if it had not been put scary. Or excuse me, they had not put scary music and sound effects in the background. Had they showed Taker in one spot, then magically he appears behind AJ, a la Jason, or the ridiculous slow mo shots during the real time fight. Heck, at one point Taker did a move. That's actually Taker's speed. Taker did a move, and they did a triple slow mo shot during the actual fight. This was not a replay, but real time they did a triple slow-mo shot. Are you kidding me? As a movie, awesome. As a WrestleMania match, I hated it. I think it could have been great still without all that Hollywood overproduced crap. I'm with you, Bear, as I would not have wanted to see just a regular one-on-one match in the arena with those two, so I love the gimmick. I just did not like the Hollywood execution of it. And again, with the Fun House, I want matches at WrestleMania, not skits, especially when it comes to the co-main event on night two. As a skit, it was great. Loved it. Just wish it wasn't at WrestleMania. Or I wish they would have given us a little match after the skit was over. And finally, the camera cuts. I was meaning more in general, not just WrestleMania. For some reason, I thought it would be better since they taped it ahead of time and could get the perfect shots without having to cut so much. There's absolutely no excuse to have 10 cuts in 10 seconds during the example I gave last week in the opening match. An empty crowd does not cause that. Come on. And Cody, the zooming in and out during the brawl between began brawl began with the shield. That's when they first started doing that. Sadly, they have kept it going, and that drives me crazy as well. That's all I got, which was a shitload. See you guys next week. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> so thank you, Jeremy, as always. Uh, hopefully in November we can get with you and uh, watch you win the Tecmo Super Bowl championship in Cleveland. That's our hope. Um yeah, a lot of good takes here. Uh, you know, Taker commented on it on one of the shows he does with friends of his, and he had mentioned that, excuse me, that he thought that it was a, you know, it was good for what they had, and I agree. For what they had to work with, what they had uh, just a few weeks to get it done, you know, they, they made a good decision, I think. So I'll still disagree with Jeremy. Um, and uh, what, what's your take, Bear? Yeah, I mean, like you said, just like you said last week, under the circumstances, it was, I think, the best thing that they could have done, and I think that they did a pretty good job of it, um, especially, like you said, for the skill set that Taker has now anyways, you would rather see more of that than see, um, you know, a match in the ring where he could potentially get hurt or hurt somebody as he has come very close to in the past couple times that he's had real matches in the ring. So, again, I think that for what it was worth, it was absolutely, uh, I think it was very well done. And things that are well done can be your T-shirts and merchandise uh, from allworkclothing.com. So we'll mention him again because he's just that good and he's a primary sponsor. So I'll give him two cuts today. And then also we want to mention Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not Sri Lanka. That's what we're going with on this one. So thank you, Sean, and thank you to Tim at Verizon. Verizon is a true technology business partner, helps local businesses deploy technologies that can positively impact operations and increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, we do not wait for the future. Get in touch with the sales rep in your area at verizon.com. All right, so uh, a few things um, I, I saw that we want to continue on and discuss. So I saw Jerry Lawler put out a tweet uh, not many people flying today. I called the airline and said, what time does your flight to Orlando leave? They said, what time can you be here? <laughs> Live raw tonight. That was on Monday. Had a mask on. 
what are your thoughts? Uh, Parrot, I'll actually ask you first. So WWE was actually considered an essential business by the governor of Florida. What do you think? <laughs> I saw that earlier. Um, first thought, I mean, no, they shouldn't be. But, I mean, at this point, they are a good source of entertainment for a lot of people around the country and world. Um, I mean, as long as they're doing what they can when they are recording these, you know, um, I don't see a problem with it. Bear? I mean, <laughs> anything's an essential business. There's ice cream parlors that are still open that count as quote-unquote food. That is essential business, which is ridiculous. It's essential um, for me, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, you do not <laughs> need... Uh, essential is stuff you need to live. And last time I checked, ice cream is wonderful, but you do not need it to live. Um, so that is not essential. But... I digress. Um, I, it doesn't surprise me that they would do this. Florida makes a lot of bad decisions, so why not keep making more? Um, this would have been like the perfect time to shut them down. Everyone get a break. Um, you know, instead of making all these cuts they just did today, which we'll get into, should have just shut it down. Um, you know, giving everybody a break. It would have been a perfect time. Like I think this would have been great if they would have been able to do that. Shut them down. And they would have said, okay, you know, Vince, you cannot do this. There's nothing you can do. And since there's nothing he could have done, he just would have wrote a book about his entire life. Like, that's the ultimate, ultimate. And then when he dies, he really, that would be fantastic. Gives all the real stories on shit that's happened, um, you know, from all everything we've heard. You know, Montreal Screwjob and his thought process behind certain things and his business acumen and all of that. I always hope and wish in the back of my head that that's happening. And he's going to do that. I don't know if it ever will, but I think that would be awesome. Yeah, and uh, something we didn't mention on the sports show, and I did save it for this, unless one of you mentioned it in sports. So the XFL filed bankruptcy, and some things came out that we learned that uh, Vince, although he said XFL was separate from WWE, we quite we learned quite a bit that uh, WWE had what eleven or twelve percent ownership of the XFL. Yeah. What are your mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? It doesn't surprise me. Vince runs his money around like that to uh, keep it out, I'm sure, of whatever other sort of tax stuff or investor stuff or stock stuff that he has. He's a lot smarter than me with that, so I'm sure there was a reason behind all of it. There was a good reason behind it. Um, so I'm not going to doubt the guy. I'm not going to doubt the billionaire who uh, has made a lot of right decisions with his money and investments over the years. Um, so does it surprise me? No, not at all. No, I agree. Parrot, what do you think, buddy? I, from what I've, from what I've seen from him, it doesn't really surprise me at all. I mean, he does seem like a sly little dude, but like Bear said, I mean, he did it for a reason. I mean, and he has been smart with his money, so I mean, it's nothing, nothing to disagree with on that. No, I, I, you know, and I'm with you guys. I, I think there's a lot to be said there uh, with with Vince, and I think he did it for his shareholders uh, of WWE to get them more kind of to be invested into, you know, a little bit. But obviously, it went bankrupt. I don't think it would this would have happened had this pandemic not happened. They were averaging a decent amount of fans. They were trying to get that paid TV deal. Obviously, did not get it. Um, so we're in the situation we're in now. No XFL anymore, which sucks. Uh, you know, I really wanted to see that, but that, that's okay. 
Um, Bear, I know you said you had watched uh, the Dark Side of the Ring last week and this week. What uh, just a kind of high level overview of, of each one. So, well, we talked about Brawl for All. What about this uh, this one yesterday with Jimmy Snuka? Like I, we kind of talked earlier before we started recording, this one was, I would say, out of everything, in my opinion, this is my opinion, the weakest one so far. Um, but there are a lot of good points. They opened the case back up, pretty much go into how the case was opened back up, why they opened it back up in 2013. Um, after for 30 years, um, they pretty much got off because this lady, Nancy, Jimmy Smith's girlfriend, by the way, he was married at the time, his girlfriend, um, the first time that he uh, was busted beating her pretty much um, and got arrested, she they brought her to the police station within a couple hours, and she said, uh, no, he didn't do anything wrong. She didn't hit me, even though people saw it and the cops saw it um, and pretty much wrote him off. And then a couple weeks later, I think it was, is, uh, when she passed away, um, and pretty much it was all speculation on what happened, and he had changed his story a million times, and they, they go into that. They go a lot with her family and what happened, um, and pretty much, um, you know, kind of burying him more or less, but, I mean, he's already dead anyway, so it really doesn't matter. Pretty much get into the end of it where he, you know, I mean, go to trial. They, you know, they accused him of murder, they finally got him right where they want him, and he's got dementia and stomach cancer and is about to die, and the judge rules him unfit for trial. So then the family didn't get what they wanted, and then obviously he died after that. I mean, it was like 10 days after he was ruled unfit for trial, he died. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it was interesting, but I think it was the weakest one so far, especially just off of my interest in general, you know. The first three was all my era, pretty much, of watching wrestling and growing up. Snooka was before me, so maybe that's why I'm, I wasn't as interested in this. Um, but, you know, Benoit, that was right in the prime. New Jack, right in the prime of wrestling. And Brawl Brawl was right um, a little bit after I started watching wrestling. I started watching in 97, Brawl Brawl was 98, so it was all right there. Snooka, like I said, before my time. So I didn't even know who Snooka was, I think, probably until he was inducted to the Hall of Fame, or I think he did a couple angles, you know, on WWE or whatever. But when I was that age, in my teens, I had no idea, um, you know, he even did that. I just knew he was the guy that jumped off the cage at Madison Square Garden in eight. That's it. So, interesting documentary. It was good. Like I said, all these are done well. I enjoy Jericho um, being the voiceover. I think that's cool. Like, it was it was a good one. I just think out of all the ones, it's the least one I was interested in. And just, um, I, I thought, the weakest in my opinion. But again, I, it was still very good. All right. Um, so let's talk about some AEW things. Obviously, we're recording on a Wednesday, so this is going to come out Sunday. So by the time people hear this, this match will happen. So let's see if, if our predictions come true. There's a match tonight, which people will hear this on Sunday. So there's a match tonight, April 15th on AEW Dynamite Empty Arena No Holds Barred match uh, for the AEW World Championship. You've got John Moxley against Jake Hager. What do you think happens? I think Moxley wins. Uh, I think that'll be Hager's first loss in AEW if he does tonight. Right. Or it'll be some sham finish. But, um, yeah, I mean, it should be good. That's 
they're bringing that's exactly what they're doing they're bringing um you know this bigger stuff to the stage right now so good for AEW getting a title match uh with no fans uh, it's gonna draw people but they'll beat NXT this week I bet we could put both of those guys in a 10-person lineup and I guarantee you Parrot wouldn't figure out who each one is I think he would I think he'd get Moxley you think so all right, well, let's do this then. I'm going to I'm gonna put up an image here, Parrot, just for you. <laughs> I'm going to present my screen, and I just want you to tell me who John Moxley is. This is the poster for Saturday Double or Nothing on Saturday, May 23rd, which is still happening in an empty arena. Can you name three of the people on this? And fi- First off, tell me who John Moxley is. I'll give you one guess on who Moxley is, and then you tell me who a few of the others are. Uh, my guess is that the guy on the very, very left in the suits, Moxley. That's, oh, God. That's MJF. Moxley's front okay. and center. <laughs> this is, bet any money. Do you, can you name any person on here? You should be able to name one. You can't name this person right here. Uh, no. That's Chris Jericho. Come on, man. You knew that. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You got Kenny Omega here, Matt Hardy here, Brody Lee here, Cody Rhodes here. Come on, man. You got the, you got gold, what was gold dust, Dustin Reynolds here. Uh Um, Young Bucks, Hangman Page. Yeah, come on, man. Tupac. Tupac, yeah, Tupac. (laughs) Oh, Parrot, you're my favorite. So, yeah, if anybody wants to see this poster, it's the Double or Nothing poster for Saturday, May 23rd, 2020. Uh, We just had Zazu try to tell us who just one person was. He couldn't even give us Jericho. We tried to give him an obvious thing on who Moxley was. Moxley is front and center in the picture. And Zazu does not watch enough wrestling, let alone AEW. But you did get the network, right? Have you started watching anything? I watch a little more WrestleMania. A little more. Well, you got to go back a little bit and we'll, you know, just watch some stuff. Move on. Watch some of the, like, what you should watch is some of the segments they have on the guys. Like, AJ Styles has his own thing right now. Ric Flair has his own. Just watch some of those guys, like the main guys, and you'll learn about some of the other guys. You know, there's AJ Styles, like, whole whole episodes for AJ Styles. Same with Ric Flair. Watch Stone Cold. Uh, you would actually like this, I think, because they drink during, so just drink with them. It's uh, Broken Skull Sessions. Ric Flair's got one on there. Taker's got one. Big Show, Kane, Bret Hart. Watch those. Those are good and educational. I think you would actually – truly, I think you would enjoy them. Would you agree, Bear? Yeah. Those are good, at least. It's not wrestling. It's just I'm talking kind of like a podcast. So I think you can enjoy that. Yep, and you get to see them, and, and they show some things as as well, like other matches or pictures and things like that. So you'd learn a lot, I think. What's that one called? Broken Skull Sessions. Should be easy to find for you, my friend. So AEW, right, you going to watch it? 
All right, so Double or Nothing uh, was going to be at the MGM Grand Garden. Uh, it's now just going to be in an empty arena. Uh, it's still on May 23rd, and I think that they're going to do Double or Nothing next year at the MGM uh, Grand Garden Arena and basically give people who bought tickets, tickets to that for next year. So that's good for them. Um, and because Vegas is still closed, which is still a crazy sight to see right now. If you go to Costco travel now, nobody wants to stay at Palace Station, but you could stay at Palace Station with a significant other and get your flights there direct and back on Delta five nights, six days for $850 in October. Absolutely nuts. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna I saw the Venetian on there. I want to book the Palazzo at the Venetian or the Venetian in general. It's like fifteen hundred bucks for two for five nights. Definitely worth it. If you've not been to Vegas, definitely go. I know all three of us have been. Uh, it is worth your time. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, before we go into some of the changes in WWF or WWE, I should say. We'll thank the rest of our sponsors. So thank you to Cassandra at PNC. Visit her at the White House branch or give her a call, 419-877-0634. She can help with all your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, or personal banking. She's there to help. And then last but not least, thank you to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, once we're uh, you know in this quarantine and you can't really get out there and get your dating game going, this is a good time to reach out to Connell Barrett. Um, you know, maybe off FaceTime or Skype, I'm sure he can hook you up, get a consultation so your game isn't rusty for uh, when everything opens back up and you can go back out and meet in the opposite sex again. So thank you to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. All right, so before we finish off with some WWE releases and uh, a few other things I wanted to talk about, uh, we're going to go into Jason. So what do we got from uh, – it looks like we lost Parrot. So what do we got from Jason, Bear? I got eight questions today. He must have been really bored today. A lot of beer on that stand. Yeah. Number one, dark side of the ring is great. Like it a lot. However, why are they they always going off topic? For instance, the Chris episode dove into Eddie, and the brawl for all dove into puke and cornet and Russo war. They should stay on topic and keep adding episodes. What is your take? Um, um, yeah, I'll let for you me go. at least, I mean, Darren Drozdov and the puke thing, he was in that. So I see why they did that and put him in. Um, and he, by the way, you haven't seen that yet, Gary. You which, did? which one? The brawl for all. No, not yet. I'll uh, maybe I'll watch it tonight or tomorrow. I mean, I feel bad because obviously what happened to Draws, but man, he does not look good. Like, he's he's big. And I get it. He found in a wheelchair. He's paralyzed. And his spirits were great. That's what I, I love seeing that. He had the same charisma that he did when he was in wrestling. Um, but it was just sad to see him in the state that he was in. He just wasn't, I mean, wasn't looking too great, um, which was kind of bad. Anyways. Um, the whole Cornette Russo thing, I mean, that's just funny. But staying on topic is fine, but also can get boring after a while. That's my take on that one. So you got to have some side stories and I'm a little bit off topic there to give a little bit of background of what's going on. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, we do the same thing. We go off topic here and there, and I think it makes it fun for us. Uh, my take, with uh, since I haven't seen Brawl for All yet, as far as the Chris Benoit one, I think you had to get into Eddie 
because that was kind of the nail in the coffin for Chris Benoit. And you could see, we know from back then seeing it, the emotion that he poured and how close they were. And that just kind of sent him down the rabbit hole and he was done, man. He went into a bigger spiral and which ultimately, you know, made him go nuts. I know CTE was, that's where they really started studying that as well. But I don't think you could have told that episode without mentioning Eddie Guerrero and his relationship with Eddie. Right. I agree with you there. I, I think he had, that was, that was a big tie in. Um, for that and what led to ultimately the unfortunate murder-suicide that happened. Uh, Number two, who would win in a brawl for all today, excluding the obvious Brock Lesnar? All right, Parrot, what do you think of the wrestlers today that you got to see? Who would win in a brawl for all? (laughs) Say it. Say it. Cena. No. Say Hornswoggle. God, you ruined that. God. Eric. I wasn't even thinking of Hornswoggle this time. I was trying to forget that answer. You always think about Hornswoggle. <laughs> He's your dude. Uh, give me, you know what, I'll take two guys here for a finals. I would love to see Cesaro square up with Braun Strowman. Yeah. Um, Braun was my number one, no doubt about it. But, yeah, Cesaro would definitely be up there. I could see Cena being up there, too. Yeah. Um, Taker, uh, maybe not now, but 10 years ago, I mean, the dude did train MMA. Uh, Taker is a badass. So and, I wouldn't go around fucking with him. Don't forget about Lashley and Jake Hager, too. Those guys would be good. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I didn't, um, I guess I didn't, I would think he was talking WWE, but yeah, Hager, definitely. Yeah, I, would, I mean, if we're doing that, then I don't want to put Ambrose in there because I could just see that dude just taking punch after punch and just wailing away. Like, he just wouldn't give a shit. I couldn't see him get knocked out. He would just take it, just take it, just start throwing. How about, I guess we could throw old guys in there too. New Jack, <laughs> he could be in there too. <laughs> yeah. Then we'll give me Ben Gamak. <laughs> right. Number three, pick a tattoo from a wrestler any wrestler that you wouldn't mind having on your body. I'm going out on a limb to say Parrot would go for Batista's belly button tattoo. <laughs> Hold on. I gotta look that up. Parrot, I'll share it with you. You want me to share the screen? Sure. All right, Parrot. You will get to see this, and I will share the screen so I can present now the entire screen. This is this is what's fun about Google Hangout. I can share this with uh, with the parrot. So he's actually updated it. This was the original. I'll let you see. You can kind of see it. The, the sun around his belly button. And this is uh, more of his new one here that you can see. He's kind of updated it because I think he got made fun of too much. But, uh, I mean, he's tatted up everywhere. You can see that's what it was, the sun right there. And now he's got this these uh, eagles in the 202. Well, I don't like it personally, but I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, do you know of any tattoos that wrestlers have? Parrot. No. Oh, that's okay. Uh, I mean, if I, if, I, if I had to pick one, if I had an arm as big as the rock, the Brahma Bull would be freaking sweet. Like that new one he's got down the side? 
Well, I meant the original one, like the first one he had. Yeah. The new one's the new one's Something badass. Like that, but yeah, I, would, I do like his new one. I wouldn't mind uh, Orton's sleeves because I always thought those were badass. He's always had good tattoos. And then we got him into sleeves from the tribal. I thought that was sweet. I mean, I have half sleeves. I will not go full. But his is, like, covered everywhere. Mine's got gaps in between, like, where you can see my skin. It's not covered in ink. His is covered completely. And those, I think those are sweet. Yeah, if you, um, if you remember when he came in, the shitty tattoos that he had before he transformed into the sleeve, just a little lightning bolts, like, on around his back, I think, that rolled up. Yeah, those are bad. So it's a good thing that he uh, upgraded his tattoo game. Right. Right, right, right. All right. Uh, All next. right. Number four. CM Punk is coming back. Do you think he has been out too long to regain his fame? Well, I don't think he's coming back. Um, isn't he just going on WWE backstage again? Isn't that his comeback? I thought he was doing. I thought he was going to be in the ring, um, like coming or doing something. I thought I saw. I'd have to look that. I'd have to relook that up. I can't remember. I thought he just came back to the panel, uh, and then um, that was that. I thought he came back for that, but I could be wrong. I, I, uh, hold on a second. Let me try to find it here, because I know he was doing something. Yeah, so they, like, nine, so he's supposed to, I saw WWE announce a CM Punk return tonight. Um I don't know. I thought it was just on backstage. Yeah, I guess that's what it looks like for right now. I didn't see anything else. Yeah, he returns on uh, WWE backstage on FS1, but that was last night, right? Yeah, because it was with, I think Edge was on. Yeah, Tuesday night. I don't know. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe he'll... uh, Come out and be surprised for money in the bank or something crazy. Who knows? That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, it would. All right, next. Number five. Will Vince use his stimulus check to help pay court fees for the XFL? (laughs) Well, as we know, he won't get a stimulus check, but he might have got that PPP loan that uh, a lot of businesses got. Payroll protection program so he can pay his guys. Yeah, I don't know about that. It doesn't sound like that either since, uh, you know, they've cut a whole bunch of people. <laughs> right. We'll get into that shortly. Number six. I haven't watched much wrestling as of late, so I'm not up to date on current events. What is the best storyline going today? Otis and Mandy Rose. Yeah. Otis and Mandy on WWE. I mean, uh, I haven't watched AEW in a couple weeks either, so I'm not sure where that's. But if uh, Moxley and Hager have always been a good storyline, and if they're doing a uh, uh, doing a title fight tonight, then that's pretty exciting. Well, I was I thought they were gonna the tease they teased uh, Andrade and Drew McIntyre, and then of course it comes out Seth Rollins at the end, so they're fighting at Money in the Bank. Stupid! I was like, you had the opportunity oh. right there for Andrade and Drew McIntyre, and you wrecked it. Seth Rollins again, huh? so exciting. Yep. All right, number seven. You guys have been podcasting for a while now. Can you break down the experience on what and I'm sorry and what podcasting means to you? Uh, 
Um, well, I'll let Parrot go first since he was, you know, kind of new to the game after Brandon dipped out. Uh, I mean, I think it's just a good time uh, just to talk about everything going around in the sports world, keeping everyone up to date. It's a good time to just talk with some friends about sports, essentially, and put out good things for people to hear and just enjoy it. Uh, for me, uh, since, you know, Bear and I have gone back from, you know, episode one, when we first got this going, I can remember us getting the wrong mics, going to, you know, guitar center and a few other places trying to get the right stuff. Uh, you know, sent the stuff back, ordered some new stuff, got it going. I mean, we, we taught ourselves, we really did and didn't know what to do. And, and, uh, I think it's evolved over time. I've had it. We've learned, you know, kind of the role each of us plays, and I learned a lot in the beginning in experience and not, you know, my thing was was cutting people off too much or not letting people talk and trying to direct it too much. And now I just more or less try to direct it by putting up the scenario or the question or whatever and let people discuss and kind of sit back because I, I like that with Bear and Brandon. I like now that we've got Cody here so Cody and Bear can go back and forth on wrestling and sports. Same thing with Parrot. He brings a lot of good things with the sports. I know wrestling, he'll catch up. And uh, and, and like you said, I mean, we turned this whole room in the house to a podcast room and, and it's uh, the, we're doing virtual now, which is great, but uh, I, I look I look forward to it every week. It's the one thing besides family and, of course, all the, the, the normal shit we look forward to. It's a hobby for us. We All of us take it very seriously. We, we take it serious that we do it every week. And uh, it's just our time to get together and talk about sports, even if we had, you know, the listeners do now. I mean, we started off low, and we've got a few more now um, that uh, it, it, even if we didn't have it, I, I enjoy doing it. Yeah. You know, I cannot agree more with that. Um, you know, the experience has been great. It definitely was a learning experience from episode one. There's no doubt just everything that Gary just said with uh, having no idea what to do, what mics to get, the hookup, um, what what, straight, what do we use? How do we use Audacity? How do we uh, upload this to Apple or to, I think we started with Podbean and then we got to iTunes and then we got to Spotify and figured all of that so that was fun. Uh, learning all of it was fun. But coming on and just, I mean, giving our personalities mostly real, some funny and fake, that's what makes it. We don't want to be ourselves all the time. Not the point. The point is to have a little bit of fun here and, uh, you know, not be who we are in the real world every day, but give our own real opinions and what we think and, uh, you know, drop some knowledge, obviously. Um, we're all pretty smart. You see how we do in trivia. Um, you know, I would like to put our knowledge as a team up against, uh, you know, other people if we ever had to do that. You know, if we ever, if there's ever like a wrestling sports trivia thing and you put, uh, you know, our podcast group together, all five of us, I'll count Dub in there, um, for trivia. Holy shit, dude. We would, we would destroy it with Cody, with, uh, you know, obviously Gary, Parrot, uh, Dub, and myself. So that's always fun. You see, there's a lot of knowledge here. Um, and a lot of good, fun, friendly arguments and, uh, you know, just shit that's out there. Nothing ever personal, always fun. That's the best part about it. Um, you know, it's not like we get pissed off and, uh, you know, we're, we're mad at each other for a week on some of the arguments we have, but that's the whole point of, uh, us doing what we do and getting into some good heated opinionated arguments and, uh, you know, going from there. But uh, the experience has been fun. It really has had a really good time. 
That was a great question from him. I really appreciated that one. That was, that was a serious question. <laughs> and then it goes off of that here for the last question, number eight. Do you miss Brandon on the mic? Not hearing him chomping on gummy worms and slurping pumpkin spice coffee is myth. Also, his inability to talk into the mic and bear cutting a promo on him to get closer to the mic. Also, you'd add Gary into that as well. <laughs> uh, God, yeah. I, I miss Brandon a lot. I, I, I wish we could have him on more. I know we had him on a couple weeks ago. And uh, to me, you know, the three of us started the thing. We were, we were kind of, essentially, I look at it to, to put it into perspective and uh, analogies. I mean, the three of us were like the original NWO, Hogan, Hall, and Nash. And we added a couple new members here. Uh, we lost Dub, I guess, who could be Nash. <laughs> I don't know who he could be. We lost him. He's doing his own thing, but we've got new blood. And, uh, it, you know, it, to me, there's always going to be five of us. I don't think we're ever going to get any more people on here. Um, it'll be the five of us, but the original three got it started. And, uh, and I've appreciated it. I do miss him a lot. Yep. So do I. Miss our, miss our uh, arguments and opinionated stuff and him not talking into the mic. That's for damn sure. That's always always good right there. I am talking into I am talking into the mic. No, you're not. You're talking above it. We had to show him a hundred times. But then we had uh, Parrot. He had like a bottle. Right. We had Parrot for that too. Remember when Parrot first got in there and he wasn't talking into the mic? We had to do the same thing. So it was like reliving B Dub all over again. Yeah. <laughs> Just skinnier. Yeah, if you, like, put Brandon down and rolled him with a steamroller, you get Zazu. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's pretty accurate. Glasses and all. A little more hair on the parrot, but, uh, <laughs> like, you roll him, steamroll him, you get the Zazu. Nothing from Zazu. I thought he was going to make a comment about it. Nah, I was just going to take that one. <laughs> <laughs> as as you should, my friend. Uh, all right, let's go into some of these uh, releases, big releases today. Uh, we did have some. The Revival got released last Friday. Um, Bear, I'll let you just start naming them if you've got your list ready. Oh, I got it. Ready to go, bud. All right, so this is up to date. Everyone that's been released. Rusev, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Drake Maverick. Eric Young, EC3, Leo Rush, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, Heath Slater, Sarah Logan, who doesn't she have the other women's tag belt with Alexa? No, that's uh, that's Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. Okay, sorry. Were Nikki Cross and Sarah Logan together on point? Yes. I believe so, right? Yeah, they look familiar. They look, they look similar, right? Yeah. Ish. Okay. Um, Eric Rowan, so don't be surprised if he goes AEW and becomes the, uh, Luke Harper's buddy. In the Dark Order. Or what's his name on? Yeah, Brody Lee. Name on, uh... Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, no Way Jose, Primo and Epico Colon, Mike Canellis, Maria Canellis, Diana Prazo, Alexander Jacksick, Aiden English, who is an announcer, Mike Kyoto, who is a referee, long-time referee. He'll go to AEW. Um, Kurt Angle. I, I bet he retired. I, I bet he's done. 
he's been there for a long time. That dude's had to make a half ton of money. Yeah, I agree. Um, Kurt Angle, who is a producer, Billy Kidman, who is a producer, Mike Rotunda, a.k.a. IRS, a.k.a. Uh, Bray Wyatt's dad, producer, uh, Fit Finley, producer, been in the wrestling business for 46 years and is out, Pat Buck, producer, don't know who that is, Sean Devari, producer, Scott Armstrong, producer, brother of Road Dog, Sarah Stock, producer, Shane Helms, a.k.a. Hurricane, producer, and Lance Storm, producer, all released. That's a that's a lot of releases. Um, unfortunately, I, I don't think uh, Heath Slater is going to be that third guy from 3MB to get the title now. Unless now he got his release, he does a uh, Drew McIntyre comeback because he's got kids. Yeah, I mean, I think a couple of these people can come back eventually. Um, you know, I think this is a... Uh, it's a, hey, we got to cut the fat sort of thing right now. I mean, that's a lot of money they're cutting out there. Um, but also, you know, and granted, don't get me wrong, it's hard to say, but they no one knew this was coming. But, you know, if you wouldn't have uh, paid Goldberg and Saudi Arabia all that money, you probably would have had a little bit saved up. Right. Um, right. So with what they're doing, they're saying they're going to save $4 million a month with the measures they're doing. Uh, with cash flow improvement of 140 million, primarily from the deferral and spending on the company's new headquarters, because they put that on hold as well. And they have 500 million in cash reserves, and still, it was still on track to turn a significant profit in 2020, and does not have debt issues. So that that tells you why Vince cut XFL now. He saw how it went. This could have been the perfect opportunity for him to not lose 500 million from XFL over the next three years. Yeah, I mean, he had to, and uh, I bet that it'll come. I think XFL will come back up again. Don't get me wrong. I think they just, like you said, it's a, it's something they had to do. They had to cut it. Just like every everyone in the world right now, besides grocery stores and Amazon, are making cuts. It's just how it is. Right. I mean, everybody's doing it. Everything's happening. Um, there's a, a lot of things going on. Um, I know there's some things going on with Ronda Rousey, you know, kind of mocking people like mocked Hogan. She said, basically, fuck these fans. Do you think she's setting up for a comeback? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's the whole heel thing. Um, I, I think that it was, I don't think it was a shoot. I think it was a work in uh, interview because she really I mean, doesn't talk like that or talk that much like that. So. I think it was a work, just my guess. Right. And then uh, just so we know, Drake Maverick, he's one of the eight announced competitors in the tournament. He's still going to compete in it for the NXT Cruiserweight title. Um, or for the or for the Cruiserweight title, I'm sorry. Um, but it's the Cruiserweight Championship is on the NXT brand, so he's still competing in that tournament. Um, and if you know he wins, that's great. And like you said, it's not about the title anymore. It's about paying his bills. And uh, WWE, I don't think we covered this last week. They did have an employee who tested positive for coronavirus. Uh, they did not say it was a superstar or anything else. Might have been a cameraman, something like that. Uh, but did uh, did test positive for COVID nineteen. Do you know? It's, I, I, I did hear that. Don't know. Yeah, they, I don't think they ever announced who it was. 
of those releases, who do you think is the uh, biggest loss? I mean, as a talent, probably Rusev, honestly. Maybe EC3, but they haven't really done much with him um, in a couple couple months. Um, on the producer side, man, Fit Finley, there's no doubt about that. That one, that one hurts. He was a good producer, agent, trainer, however you want to put it. The dude did it all in the wrestling business. I think, I think that's going to be a tough loss. And he was very well respected by everybody, everybody. Um, I've seen a lot of tweets from superstars um, with pictures of him in the ring and all of that so far as well. So yeah, I think that one on the uh, in the back on the background is probably going to be the biggest one. So I know they said, um, uh, and of those guys you mentioned, I know some were released and some were furloughed. Do you know who was actually furloughed of those? I do not. Um, to the list that I got just said released, but you're, I mean that could be inaccurate. But that was just the list that I saw. Yeah, Scott Armstrong. I'm looking at his Twitter, and he did say that today the landscape of WWE changed forever. Some of us were furloughed, and others released. So I'm wondering um, who was furloughed. Okay. Yeah, that might not been announced yet. Because I know there's producers, there's backstage personality, there's everything. Um, and for yeah, I'm looking at this. You know, furloughs also announced. I'm trying to see who the furloughs were. Um, Drake Maverick was obviously very, very upset. If you, I don't know if you've seen his video, but it was it was tough, man. Mm-hmm. It was very emotional because that's what I mean. That's all he ever wanted to do. It's his dream job. So yeah, I I could see why you know or how emotional that could be. Yeah, I can't imagine when you're going through that. You know, a lot of people just try to get to WWE. And, uh, I mean, that's the, that's the epitome of wrestling and, and, you know, what wrestling is for people. And that's the top of the mountain. And, uh, when you get there, you don't want to go. I mean, some people do want to go, as you saw with Moxley, he was ready to go and he went to AEW and, uh, and, and that worked for him. So we'll have to see, we'll, we'll do some, uh, We'll find out some things on who was furloughed and, and who was released. We know several of those were actually released. Some were furloughed. Uh, kind of tough to find out who was actually furloughed. We'll find more uh, going into next week because I'm sure. Do you think there's going to be more big cuts coming over the next week? Uh, I could see some. I wouldn't say big cuts, but I'm sure some will happen. Um, probably more, I would guess, maybe office people. I don't think it'll be talent cuts. I think they probably made their talent cuts and they're going to live with that. Yeah, and I think that they probably, the furlough of people was probably like some office staff and some other people. And uh, so people, meet, you know, furlough, they can bring them back. That's really what that is. Um, you know, there's a big difference between somebody being furloughed and somebody being laid off. You know, being released is essentially being laid off. They don't, they're not going to release you released. If you're laid off, they don't have to bring you back. Furloughed, you know, they have the intent to bring you back. So, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, and so like this says, the decision to furlough versus permanently reduce headcount reflects the fact that the company currently believes the furlough will be temporary in nature. So there are several that are that are furloughed. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And, and executives pay is getting cut because of the pandemic. So, um, you know, they're, they're going to have to keep on keeping on. Yes, sir. All right. It'll be interesting to see. It's it'll it'll come back. It always does. 
it'll take a little bit, but it'll come back and they'll be, you know, they'll, they'll, uh, hopefully they'll land on their feet, whether it's AEW, Ring of Honor, uh, I don't even know if TNA is still doing it, but TNA, New Japan, or back in WWE. So. All right. So as we uh, wrap this thing up, I know MJF had put something on Twitter uh, and to quote him, I wish I could put my body on the line more for you guys. I truly care so much about you being entertained during your hour of need. Unfortunately, something awful has happened to me and it has gradually gotten worse. I can't comment on what the issue is at this time. Do you think that's a work or do you think that's legit? That uh, was one of the nicest, most legit things he said on Twitter. So <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, we'll we'll see as time time goes on. Um, we had fun here. We had a good episode. I know WWE's got a, a Money in the Bank qualifying tournament going on. Um, and then for Raw next week, I know they got Mysterio against uh, Buddy Murphy, Aleister Black against Austin Theory, Apollo Crews against MVP, who made his return when I thought he was done. So we'll see how that goes next week. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So uh, thank you to all of these sponsors. Uh, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, All Work Clothing, Tim of Verizon, Cassandra PNC, uh, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, Sparty Steve, apologize we couldn't get to you, but thank you. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Stay home. Oh, oh I was going to just go out too. Thanks, Art. <laughs>